Welcome to episode 18 of the official Average Boy Podcast. I'm Jesse, editor of Focus on the Family Clubhouse Magazine. And I'm Bob Smiley, king of the school assembly. I thought you were Average Boy. Well, I am, except at school assemblies. Then I'm way, way above Average Boy. But that takes too long to say, so I just say king of the school assembly, which is, you know, shorter, unless I have to explain it like I'm doing now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so that's not really shorter, I guess. No. No, it wasn't. But I didn't realize that you spoke at school assemblies. Well, I'm not the official speaker, but I do make the assemblies more more memorable and, and funny. Oh, you know, I remember my favorite school assembly from growing up. A group of boys and girls from a nearby school did this jump roping exhibition. They were called the Skippets, and I didn't think jump roping could be cool until I saw them. Oh, I am great at jumping rope as well. Of course... My friend Billy says that I'm cheating because I lay the rope on the ground and jump back and forth over it, but it's still so much fun. Anyway, my favorite school assembly was when we had a guy dress up like Frontier Times who came out and talked about history. Yeah, Bob, I thought your dad was a history buff, not you. You're right. I'm just buff, actually. (laughs) But this guest speaker was great. He talked for so long about wearing raccoon skin caps and trading animal pelts. It was so awesome, we ended up missing three classes. (laughs) Well, I'm sure glad that we don't live in frontier times. You can say that again, but don't. Please don't, Jesse. We want to keep these podcasts actually short. But, yes, I am so thankful that I live in a time where there are video games and cars to get you places quickly and good dental care. I mean, have you seen my teeth? Uh, I have. Uh, But, Bob, we're getting off track. So why do they call you the king of the assembly at school? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's because I always try to help out the speaker. Like when one speaker came to talk to us about different careers we could choose later in life, he asked us to shout out our talents. And at first there was just complete silence. And then I shouted out, I have the talent to shout out things. Yeah. That, I, I don't think you can earn a living doing that. Well, that might be true, but everyone laughed. Then one kid shouted that he didn't have any talents. So I suggested that he could speak at school assemblies for a living. Yeah, the speaker did not really appreciate my help with that one. Yeah, that doesn't seem too helpful. Well, some speakers seem to need help. Our last school assembly was about making good decisions, and the speaker came out wearing a bright red shirt, a yellow tie, and he had on a green jacket. He actually looked like a traffic light gone wrong. Maybe he wore that outfit as an example of a bad decision. I thought that too, Jesse, but he never brought it up. Like, However, it did get me to thinking about some bad decisions I had made recently. Uh, the first one that actually came to mind was the day I decided to wear two different shoes to school. I couldn't find my sneakers, so I grabbed a boot and a church shoe. It was actually an awesome fashion statement. The only problem was that one of my feet was way heavier than the other, so I walked in a big circle all day. <laughs> that, that would be a problem. I also realized that another bad decision I'd been doing was shouting out things at school assemblies and saying things in class just to get a laugh. I mean... I do like being funny, but I know there's a line between humor and being disrespectful. 
That's a really good point, Bob. You know, I think a lot of kids deal with that same problem. You know, sometimes people will say or do something that totally sets them up to be made fun of. You know, like the other day I was at the mall and I saw this kid staring at his cell phone as he was walking toward a pole. What did you do? Well, you know, I had a lot of options. I could have shouted, hey... Look out for that pole. Or you know, I could have run over and grabbed him before he hit the pole. Or I could have taken out my cell phone and shot a video of him hitting the pole. You didn't answer my question, Jesse. Uh, well, I, I'd just like to say that I shouted at him to look out from his cell phone. And I'd like to say that I'm respectful all the time. But one time when my aunt was at our house talking about her knitting club, I just couldn't help myself. I slapped my brother in the back and then got up and started running around the living room shouting, A bee! There's a bee in here! And that probably wasn't the most respectful thing you could have done. You know, who knows? If you would have kept listening, her stories could have had you in stitches. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I see what you did there. Knitting, stitches. <laughs> yeah. But there's nothing funny about the bamboo stitch, which was what she was talking on and on about. You know, getting a laugh or being the center of attention, it, it can be tempting, you know. Uh, but the Bible talks a lot about respect. Uh, respect for the elderly, you know, like our aunts. Respect for parents. Respect for government officials. Respect for God. And, you know, respect for... Everyone. In fact, that's what First Peter chapter 2, verse 17 says. Show proper respect to everyone. Love the family of believers. Have respect for God. One of the things I've discovered is that if I stop and think before I speak or act, then I'm more respectful. It's, it's tempting to always be the class clown, but there are times when jokes are funny, and other times getting a laugh can actually be disrespectful. You know, thinking before we speak or act is a good tip that we should all follow. Oh, cool. It's nice to see when something I say is helpful. Which actually happens most of the time, Bob. And we received a ton of questions from kids who listened to season one of this podcast who wanted your advice. Uh, like Caitlin. She wrote and asked, what's your favorite animal? Mine is a dolphin. And I have one more question for you. Why did God make Satan if he wanted everyone to love and follow him? Wow, Caitlin, you you ask one easy question and one really hard question. Um, okay, I'll do the hard question first. Oh, man, I, I just can't figure out what my favorite animal is. Ooh, uh, maybe I can help you by telling a joke. I, I guess that couldn't hurt. Well, not too much, at least. Okay, here it goes. What is the skunk's favorite animal? Uh, a dung beetle? Gross. No, no, Bob. It, it's a dodo bird because they're extinct. I don't get it. get it. No, I don't get it. No. But that joke actually helped me because I had time to think. And my favorite animal is a bear because they're big and hairy, kind of like my dad. <laughs> so, uh, do you want to tackle the easy question, too? Oh, yeah, about Satan. The answer to that one comes down to God's love. I mean, that's the answer to a lot of things in life. God is all-powerful, all-knowing, and everywhere all the time. God made Satan beautiful. He was a high-ranking angel in heaven who actually served God. Yeah, and like your question says, Caitlin, God does want everyone to love and follow him. But he doesn't force us to. I mean, he's powerful enough to make everyone love and obey him, but forced love isn't love. True love is a choice. We make a decision to love others. Exactly. It's called free will. When God created angels and humans, he gave them free will or the ability to make decisions and choose. Satan chose badly. Yeah, really badly. You know, he thought he was all that. Uh, wait, do, do people still say all that, Bob? Uh, 
not really. I think the cool kids would say that Satan started thinking he was the bee's knees or that he was on fleet. Oh, Okay, uh, but but the point is, Satan became prideful about all his power and beauty. And instead of worshiping and loving his creator, Satan chose to challenge God. He fought against God and tried to overthrow him. And that did not go well for Satan. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Remember when I said God is all-powerful? Oh, yeah, of course I do, Bob. I think you said that like five seconds ago. Oh, right. Yeah. I don't think my watch is working. Anyway, Satan may have been beautiful, but he couldn't have been that smart. Well, we know Satan is smart, but his pride caused him to kind of overestimate his own ability and underestimate God's power. Because when you challenge an all-powerful God, you're going to lose. Oh, and lose badly. Yeah, and the weird thing is, as humans, we do the same thing. Instead of accepting God's love and following him, you know, many people challenge God. They worship their money or their good looks instead of the one who created them and gave them their wealth. You know, God offers them miles and miles of a massive oceanfront beach of opportunity, and, and they choose to play in this little tiny sandbox of their own creation. <laughs> that's true. And, and that's the thing about free will. When we choose to believe in God and follow him, our life is full of peace and love and beauty and opportunity. It's a big, beautiful life. But because God gives us the ability to choose, people do choose to worship themselves or power or things in this world. I mean, that's the problem with pride. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 16, verse 18, that pride comes before destruction and an arrogant spirit before a fall. You know, that's something we should all think about. You know, are we prideful? What do we truly love and worship? You know, and then we should also thank God for giving us free will, and we should follow God out of a grateful heart, not out of obligation. See, I knew explaining Satan would be easy. And that's the end of today's official Average Boy podcast, a presentation of Focus on the Family. If you want to hear more Average Boy stories, go back and listen to the earlier podcasts. And if you want to read Bob's hilarious Average Boy adventures every month, just sign up to Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine. Each month we feature jokes from readers, stories about ordinary kids doing amazing things for God, uh, fun quizzes, cool crafts, recipes, and lots more. To find out more, go to averageboy.org and click on the Clubhouse magazine link. You can also buy my books, Devotions for Super Average Kids, books one and two at that site. And if you want to send me a note, you can just click and do it on that website as well. We love hearing from our listeners. You can call us, too. Uh, if you have any questions or comments about this podcast, call 1-888-465-6595 and leave us a message. Just make sure you get your parents' permission before you call because we may use your question and your voice on a future podcast. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Bob. And I'm Jesse telling you, don't be average. Be super average. Average.